0: and good morning good morning good morning and welcome to another riveting i mean riveting episode of Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina. I am your host, Dr. Sabrina Jackson, the people expert, as I help people with people. Even if that person is themselves, because I say it here all the time, we think that it's other people with the problem, but it's really us standing in the need of some help. And so I do that, and I do that in a myriad of ways. I am a clinical therapist by trade. I am a life coach, a business coach, a speaker's coach. I am the creator of Essential Colors and Essential Love Styles, which is a personality assessment model designed to help you understand how you're wired, but then to deal with people who are wired differently. And then mostly important to activate the whole you and not just the parts of you, you like, because when you take the assessment, you get a number on every color. So that means you have some of everything in you. You just have to learn how to activate it. I am also an author of several books. I am a publisher. I have a publishing company. I, um, what else I do? What else I do? Oh, I am a thespian, and if you don't know what thespian means, that's I'm an actress. I've been in eight movies, and I have a a sketch comedy show coming out later this year where I play Dr. Hershey Mm -hmm. with all this drip and chocolate, but I come here every Monday on this podcast specifically to talk about things to help you speak life for your life. Because life and death really lie in the power of your own tongue. And so what are you saying? What are you saying about your life? What are you saying about yourself? What are you saying about your relationships? What are you saying about your business? What are you saying about your job? What are you saying about your home? What are you saying? Because what you speak is what you create. And so I have the opportunity to interview and talk to incredible people. I know some amazing people. And I get to talk to them and hear from them and learn about the things that they do that are as a model for speaking life to themselves. And as a model, then you can learn to speak life to yourself in different areas and walks of life. And so today is no different. Today, I have an incredible talent an incredible spirit, an incredible business woman, an incredible friend, an incredible sister, an incredible talent. And when I tell you she know everybody, she know everybody. But I am so excited because she knows me, and she is an award-winning, yes I said it, award-winning makeup artist. And she's in business for herself, and she travels the world doing what she does. And she happens to be my little sister. Can you all give it up for none other than Rashida, the Glam Doctor Williams?
1: Hey. Hey, Dr. Serena. How you doing? I'm amazing. How are you?
0: I am so good. So first of all, I want everyone to look at our faces. We look amazing. She looks amazing and she did her own makeup and I look amazing because she did my makeup. Oh my God. So I just want to start
1: with what made you decide that you wanted to do makeup. Oh my goodness. So as the story goes, and I've told it so many times, um, I started doing makeup because God called me to this. I literally, um, would sit at my desk, um, and put my own face on and when I worked at, um, Ameritech Cellular in 1999. And so as a result of that, oh, my cousin my cousin Keila Brentley hey, <laughs> she Keela. um asked me one day to do her girlfriend's makeup for her wedding at Word of Faith. And I was like, no, she was like, well, her makeup artist, she can't get in touch with her, so she really wants you to do it. So I turned her down twice. I was like, no, I don't do makeup for other people. Uh-uh. Like it had never even entered into my mind to be a makeup artist because, first of all, didn't know any makeup artists, didn't know anything about what that life looked like. Nothing I ever projected for myself. So she came to me a third time. Okay. And when she came to me a third time, um, I, I I said, God, is this you? Like, like God called Eli. Like, God, is this... Is this is really? Is this you? For and, real, for real. And and I always tell the story, as audible as I'm talking to you right now, the Holy Spirit said, yes, do makeup. And I wow. jumped right in. Like, I just jumped right in feet first. I had already been having some makeup in a little tackle box that I had gotten from Target. <laughs> and I... um began to do it, and, you know, just what I thought, I would look at magazines and try to duplicate what I saw, and I started, I did my first wedding. I didn't end up doing Keila's friend's wedding because by the time I got back with her, the makeup artist, which is now one of my good friends and um, mentors, Talia Ashford. Talia was the makeup artist, and Talia was there, but I did Keila's makeup, and but I did my first wedding June 20th, 28th, 2001, for my girlfriend, and it was 10 people. And I did this wedding, not knowing what to do, having no blueprint, having no roadmap, just on my gut instincts about what I thought. And here I am today, I never saw this for myself, but God did. This is so interesting. I just want to put a a stop at it right now,
0: put a pin there because I hear so often that people will say, I never saw this for myself. Mm. And so I always say that sometimes you have to discover your gift. Mm. After you discover your gift, you spend time developing the gift, which you did. You did go. And after you decided that you wanted to do it, you worked with people. You mentored with people. You did all of that. You poured into the gift. And then after you do that, you have to get busy delivering the gift. And that's what you've been doing. And so you've been in business for yourself for how long?
1: I've been 21 years. I, I started doing makeup in 2001. Officially in business with everything done right was in 2012. I love it.
0: I love it. I love
1: it. You know, I do a training <laughs> called "Get Legit Quick"
0: because too often we out here doing makeup, we doing hair, we selling body butters, and we are not in legit. Big, legit,
1: yeah. Legitimately got in business where like my like I have a payroll system. My team get paid by gets paid by checks. In the mail, you know, well, now it's direct deposit. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was 2012 with my my, my accountant that I hired. Um, may he rest in peace. He got me all the way together for business, and I'm so indebted to Tom. Uh, may he rest in peace. That is so important. And so, did you, okay, i got
0: to ask this question. Okay. Did you have naysayers?
1: Well, so let me just say this. I don't really want to say I had naysayers because when I started, I had a full-time job simultaneously. Okay. So this was just a hobby. On the side. It was a side. Gig. So didn't nobody had nothing to say because you was doing it on the side. I was doing the side. You were still working for real. I was still working for real. Had a a good paying job which I called my fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And so after you, dis-
0: so what happened when you decided to jump on out
1: there? Well, so I got a coach. So, before people were really getting coaches, um, one of my then friends had um, suggested I go to this coach in 2011, Darnielle Jervy. You can look her up, she's amazing. And I remember calling her and getting the pricing, and it was so incredibly intimidating because the price in 2011 to talk to her two times a month for 45 minutes each time was $565. And I was like, that is more than my car note. That is, you know, it was just a lot of money. But my, my then, uh, my ex-husband at the time said, hey, if you feel like there's something that's gonna reap a return, you know, he supported it and I was able to do it for only six months to sustain that because he ended up getting sick. But that was the best money I've ever spent because it helped me identify who I was, where I was going, and it helped me to be able to to learn how to set goals in business. In terms, she asked me the question at the time when I first got with her, the first question on the questionnaire she asked is, who is your ideal client? So that's a thing now, okay? But in 2011, people didn't have coaches. Like, that was not really, people weren't getting coaches. So she said, who was your ideal client? I was like, yeah, my client, my ideal client, well, my ideal, um, I don't know. <laughs> and it's, I love it. <laughs> I don't know. It took me, because I thought it was just the people that was coming to me. She people was like, that's coming to mm. me, but no. She made, she made me zero Stretch. in and get laser mm-hmm. focused on mm-hmm. who I wanted to serve. And for me, that was worth the money I paid her. It was It's weight in gold. Because I, after three months, y'all, three months, I had to fill this thing out, this thick page, and it helped me to identify my ideal client. And my ideal client was women in power positions who were ready to pay the money I was asking and luxury brides. And women in power positions. Now, I I knew what that looked like. I thought I knew, mm-hmm, but baby, mm-hmm. I didn't know it like I know it now oh, because they sit now. in my chair every day. Yes. And I really work with women in power positions. I'm really an, ex- this more a, an executive makeup artist. My, most of my clients are executives Corporate in, in C the C-suites. Suite. C-suites. That's what most of my clients are. C-suites. And, and, and entrepreneurs. You know,
0: it's so interesting that you say that because you talk about 2011, and I went to a coach, a speaker's coach, in 2001. Really. In 2001, I went to a speaker's coach, her name, Juanel Teague. And Wynel Teague was Zig Ziglar's speaker's coach. Wow. And it, I, if I told you how much I spent for a weekend, I went and we went to. In 2001. 2001. I went to her um, ranch in California. Oh, you went to a ranch. We went to the ranch. Oh, that was good time. That was her home. We went to her home. And there was only four of us there. Okay. And we spent the weekend. And I spent
1: $6,000. And right now you Six, will probably
0: spend $6,000 $6, I think I spent in 2001 for a, for a weekend. But let me tell you this. There was one. several things she taught me. But there was one thing that she taught me that changed the trajectory of my speaking business. What was it? is the seven levels of the speaking industry. I didn't even know mm. it was seven levels to the speaking industry. Mm. But there are. There's seven levels. Okay. And at each, at each level, there is a range that you charge. Yes, and that it, in her workshop, in that time together, we talked about we had to identify which level we were at and why. How long should we stay at that level What were the hindrances that will keep you at that level and what things do you need to do to move to the next level?
1: That's really powerful.
0: It was very, very powerful. And so now when I charge people money for what I do, I understand why I'm charging them the money that I charge them. Now, I don't just throw a number Mm -hmm. out there. And then when people can't pay the number, I don't feel bad. At telling mm. them no because they're not my client. If you exactly. can't afford what I charge, I'm not the person for you. And you can't get mad at me because I'm where I am. Right. And I can't get mad at you because you're you're where you where you are. That's a whole word right there.
1: I can't. I That's can't get real. mad.
0: And so I don't. I don't hem and haw with people. I don't. You know, yeah. my price is my price. And then I love the thing that says yesterday's price is not today's price. Because inflation happens everywhere, and it, it impacts what we do. And so even though I provide a service, there's still products that I have to put together to make the service effective. Yes. And so then I have to pay for that. I have to pay for the ink to print. I have yes. to pay for printers. I have to pay for graphic people. I pay. I pay for that. And so I know how to include all of that in what I am yes. charging the person. So I I definitely feel you on the coaching thing. And you have to invest in yourself. And then
1: you may need coaching in different areas of your life. Cause now, so listen, that was 565 then, right? Uh huh. So the coach I want to work with right now, which I thought I'd be able to do it in January, but things have happened. She's $20,000. And that's not even a year. And I'm willing to pay it. Absolutely, She's 20 grand. I want to coach the neck because it's going to take me to, the to next a whole level, and another scale level. Mm-hmm. in my business because mm-hmm. I'm not just a makeup artist. Nope. That's not all that is to me. Just doing the faces. And so I understand that that coaching with Darnell taught me so much um in two thousand eleven and it's helped and I've stood on that and springboard on it on it I've springboarded on it since then but now it's time to do something different. I've had many mentors amazing but now I need to do something different to go to the next level. Absolutely. And you have to and
0: as you continue to grow, you continue to grow. Yes. And so you're never gonna stay at the same level. I, I heard a, a message last week that says good is the enemy of better because it's not it's good who don't want good you think about it i like good cake i like a good time i like a good laugh right i like good company (laughs) i like good and so good you can stay stuck on good on good and not press for better Ooh, so sometimes you have to literally walk away from good. You got to walk away from good to get better. But well, you better come on.
1: That didn't bless my soul right now. But no,
0: I know, I, but I see you doing that. I see you do that. I see you do that so eloquently. You do it so eloquently. Like I just I've just watched your journey and I watched how, you know, first, you know, you were the glam doctor and you were the glam doctor. Then you developed a team. Yes. And then, you you know, you te- and then like even how you pour into your team members and what you teach them and and making sure that they understand that they're representing the brand. Yes. And they're just not representing themselves. Yes. And so that's so, so critical. And a lot of people don't know how to do that and do that well. But I've seen you do that well. Then how you mix makeup with other things about our life. <laughs> you do that so well. You do workshops, you do you just have you're so innovative. Thank you. You are very very innovative in how you think and and I am just in awe of what you do and how you do it. And so I I love how you talked about being an executive makeup artist. Makeup artist. And so you're talking about rebranding. Yes. Yourself. That can be scary.
1: Yes. It is because this is the thing like you said about growing going from good to better. You you take a lot of risk in that, right? Um some of that risk is, you know, when I got to change my prices this year again. I've got to change them. Um you risk losing people. But what I try to do is put in place other layers so that if you can't get me, then you can get, you know what I'm saying? Someone on the Someone team on the team that you know because what it what it is, my desire for myself is not to continuously be on faces right? because God has so much more for me. I have I have a school to build out. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, workshops. I have other products. And you can't do all of those things and being tied person. down in one space. And so knowing how to expand and stretch is something. Again, I've learned from my mentors. My One of my mentors, Crystal Wright. If y'all don't know Crystal Wright, go to crystalwrightlive.com. I love her because she's taught me so much. She used to have a huge agency in Los Angeles with makeup artists, hairstylists, photographers, and nail techs, and she helped them scale. And she walked away from that business because God told her to start teaching people in the marketplace, basically, to be able to get to the next level. And so I went to her in 2011 too. 2011, 2011. There was, was a good powerful year. year. It, was, yes. it was a good year. I went and I that invested. That was a good year. My yeah. son
0: graduated <laughs> from high school in 2011.
1: I invested in her class. And the class at the time might have been like 1500 I think that after, you know, getting there and expense might have been like 2500 And I brought like six or seven people to the class because I was trying to tell my friends, you gotta come to this like you gotta come to this because we need to do this and I went and several of my other friends went but I really took the meat of what she taught us and I'm still applying those things. It was it was again worked its way in gold mm-hmm. and crystal and so this is the thing about investing in yourself if you're a business owner and I want to say this really quickly is that when you when people see you investing in yourself then they will turn around and invest in you. Crystal Wright, my mentor, she has a feet to call Like, I can't just call her. You can't just call her and just start asking questions. But typically when I call her, I always lead with, um, where's the link or how much do I need to pay before I talk to you? She'll find out what I want. And most times she don't even charge me because she sees the value and I've sent people the value value of what you've grown and listen to her.
0: I, I think that that's so important that you say that because... You know, because we talk business all the time. Yes, we talk business all the time, and how people do in business, and how people do each other in business, and so yes. yeah, we're gonna go there a little today, because we need people to understand that it's not all glitz and glamour. It's, it's, it's not all glitz and glamour. It's people not. will get on your nerve. Yes, they will. Cause will just they just be doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. oh <sighs> I hate to make that face. wet. One of the things that I know, and, and we've talked about it, is how people make assumptions about your time, and they will just call and just start going in and talking. But no, 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 boo, boo. I'm, I'm busy. Yeah. Because I, I, I hear you sometimes when even when you're doing my face, I'm, I'm with a client. I'll call you back. And they're still talking. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have to teach people how to treat you. Yes. In every area of your life. But especially when you are in business, because you want to make sure that your client feels it, yes. That they feel special, especially in this type of thing. Like what, what you do. I mean, you, you're a makeup artist, so you're in people's face. Yes. So if you're stopping every minute and, oh, hold yes. up, wait a minute, hold up, wait a minute. I am a, a therapist and a coach, so I can't be within the session Go oh, hold on, hold on. They right, on. right. Mm-mm. Now, I might do that with my friend. Right. But I cannot do that with my client. Yes. And so you have to do that. So what has been the most challenging thing for you in growing your business?
1: Letting people go. Uh-uh. Letting people go that are no longer serving the needs that I have. And so um, I found myself in that space um, over several times in my career in growing and scaling and so when I look at, and so let me, oh, I want, I'm gonna say something right here too. I have a really big heart, like I have the biggest, one of the biggest hearts, and I'm always looking out for people. And we were talking about this. Um, I was talking about this to you with you about how the natural and this. I'm a spiritual woman. I love God. You know, I'm a Christian. And A lot of times, things parallel. We'll have something going on in the natural. Um, in the in the spiritual, but it'll show up in the natural. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, my because of my big heart, I'm now dealing with some heart. See, how they call it all the I'm time. I'm dealing with some heart issues, literally. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with some heart issues internally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I realized that in that, oh, I got to let some things go, some people go, and some situations go. And so that's what I am working on. Right now is the separation of a lot of things to get to my next level. And I can no longer be worried about what this person thinks or this person thinks. I have to do what's going to serve the glam doctor, the business and Rashida, because at the end of the day, I have a 13 year old daughter that I must be here for, that I cannot leave this earth until I am empty. And so those are the things that I need to choose for myself. So choosing myself means that I can no longer choose you anymore. And ooh. that is where I am now in um, in the business side of it, because I've got it makes me a better businesswoman and I want to be a better businesswoman. And I'm always seeking to grow. But also understand you got to cut dead weight off. Ooh, ooh. And I, you know, I'm looking around at all the dead weight and the things that are holding me down in business, just period, you know, not just necessarily in my, in my, in just in general, just look at the bigger picture, Mm -hmm. everything I'm doing, everything I'm paying for everything like, okay, what's making sense? What's no longer serving Mm -hmm. and cutting those things off. That's hard for a lot of people to do. It's hard for me because of my loyalty to people, but I'm now at a place about to turn 50. I'm in a whole different space. Oh,
0: such a baby, Thomas. She's about to turn 50. (laughs) Okay. That's wonderful. Miss almost 50 year old. (laughs) But that is so important because people will uh, expect you to always be what they want you to be and not be what God has told you to be. And you have to know the difference. And Mm -hmm. so as you continue to grow and you continue to expand what you're doing, like I, I saw you slip that in. I got a school to build. She got a school to build. I can't build the school if I'm busy doing faces all day, every day. Exactly. I cannot do both. And so and I've I just had to say, because for me, and you know this, but for me, the aha moment came when I had COVID. Mm. So when I was in the hospital for 28 days, 28 days is a long time yeah. to be in the hospital by yourself with no mm. no visitors, no... Nobody you know. Nobody you know. And you were
1: in California. And I
0: was in California. People don't know that. Like, people don't Manorovia,
1: know that. California. Dr. Sabrina had moved to California. I oh, had, she had moved. Left. I had left.
0: God said, uh-uh, come on. Come on back. But anyway, <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on, come on back. I'm going back. Trust and believe. I'm going back. I'm going back. But I, I was... It taught me so many things. It taught me who was... Concerned about me mm. and who was concerned about what I do mm, your gift I am different than what I do, yes, I am just sabrina and but then it's people that i didn't even expect or that I didn't even know that was toe up. Completely towed up and messed up because I was sick. Mm. Like I've had people call and say, "Girl, when you were sick, I was, who I was praying and I was crying because mm. I was not going to be okay if you were not okay." And I was thinking to myself, "I don't even really, know I don't you. even, mm. I don't really know know you. You've impacted ma'am. those lives. I don't even know you, ma'am. Thank you." And then I was at the Career Mastered event. And at the career master, we were just, at, we were just that mm-hmm. we were just there. We were together. We were just there. And at the end of my, um, my keynote presentation, I sang. And one of the people came up to me and said, when you start singing, I start crying. And I was like, oh, she says, no, because I remember when you couldn't breathe.
1: Oh my God. That, did that take you
0: out? You couldn't <laughs> I remember when you were on Facebook giving us an update and you couldn't breathe and you couldn't talk. But to hear you sing and hold the note for a long time. Because I can hold the note for a long time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I i was like, wow. And the person who said that to me, I did not even know, knew I had been sick. Wow. So we really don't know who we're impacting. Yeah. But when you do even when you do your lives and you 're like putting on makeup and you 're talking and you 're sharing, and those go a long way because people are touched yeah. by our transparency, yes, and you are the transparent sister girl you mm-hmm,
1: she'd <laughs> be telling us she'd be telling us what 's going on, and you know what why well, the reason i 'm that transparent a lot of time, Dr. Sabrina is because. People sometimes don't, you know, they, so y'all know social media, you can be anything you want to be, right? But I like to have realness on my particular, on my platform, Mm -hmm. because I want people to understand like, while y'all see all the glitz and the glitter and the gold and, you know, people look at me as this celebrity, which I still have a hard time accepting for myself. I just look at myself as I'm Rashida from the East Side. I'm your girl. You see me in the mall. Wherever you see me, I'm going to hug and kiss you and talk to you. I like for you to understand the realness, what really goes into this thing. Because because while it's amazing, it's amazing, right? But there are a lot of pitfalls. There are a lot of stumbling blocks. We were just talking about the John Wick movie today. Oh. And so I I gotta give this narrative and I you know, if you didn't watch the movie, I'm not gonna I'm trying to tell too much a lot of people still gotta watch it. Um in the John Wick movie, there's a portion in the movie where he has a goal. He has a goal to reach in this movie, um, at this particular point. And as he's trying to reach this goal, he can't get to the goal because all of this opposition is coming at him. And as the opposition is coming at him, he's fighting off everything to get to this goal. Like, he's literally fighting. And I remember in the movie, um, me and Carrington went, and I was crying. And Carrington was like, Mommy, why are you crying? And I couldn't really explain to my baby why I was crying because I saw such a life for myself and other people in that moment in the movie. And it was a point where he almost got to the goal, y'all. Almost. And he got right, right back down. To, the, bo- and, to and, the, but it was the But it was the most unlikely source that came to help him.
0: Ooh, that, sound that, like him that, that him sounds like the Samaritan. That sounds like the
1: good Samaritan. Uh, that's Bible. And so, and so that's why I'm transparent because I have so many pitfalls. Like, I'm doing good. And then some days it's opposition coming. Like, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to make these moves. I'm trying to, for instance, I was supposed to be, before I had this accident on my foot, that I fell in my home and had a horrible home accident that was just like a freak accident. I was supposed to go to Atlanta to work because I have a lot of work lined up in Atlanta because my brand manager's there now. So I have a lot of things going on. I had to cancel my trip. I had 30 people to service on that Tuesday. I had to cancel the trip not to go. You know what I'm saying? And it hurt my heart so bad. And I literally cried. I was like, God, like, I'm I, what? But at the same time, I had to have a thankful moment, and I was very grateful. God, you know what? Thank you that I'm alive. Thank you that the, the glass didn't hit a main artery. Thank you that I'm in the land of the living. Thank you that I can sit here on my, my couch. Thank you for every person that sent me food. Thank you for every person that sent me money. Thank you for every person that did all these things to me. Thank you that I have a village of people to be here for me while I'm while I'm still sad about this foot. God, you still were providing for me because I'm an entrepreneur. Yes. This is why I'm transparent because people know my real life. And that don't give you anything superficial Like I'm untouchable I'm not untouchable I come from a real big family Uh, People will let you know Girl you are just Rashida Please go Go wash some dishes with us. That's what my mother used dish, to do to me. Bring a dish to this house when we had this food. Uh, I'm just saying, I can. I love my people, so I love like that. That's why I'm transparent like that, Dr. Sabrina.
0: I love it. And I brought us some food. She did bring me some food. The food she Along wanted. Along with some too. people that's on
1: my thing. People brought me food. Man, I can't. And if my IT, my my auntie, said, a lot of sacrifice. I make a lot of sacrifice. I have a big family. I have a great support system, and that's another thing because of my daughter. I'm able to do and move like I move because my family really steps in when i need them too and i'm so grateful for the friends and family because it's important for my daughter to understand that her mom ain't just out here leaving her or whatever this is right. how we eat right this how we eat and boom, she boom. understands it so she so i try to do the things for her that i that my mama necessarily couldn't do I me mean, my mother had three kids my mother worked i don't know how much my mama my mother made but i know she make a lot of money working in a pharmacy she couldn't do things i, I can't even get a pair of gym shoes like our limit was $40. Well, back then, my mother was like, that's y'all limit on some gym shoes. So we didn't have nice gym shoes. We dressed we were clean, but we didn't get to have all the bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. And so I try to give those things to my daughter that my mother just couldn't do for us. And I know I naturally overcompensate like most of us parents do. But, um, yeah. I'm going to stop talking. I'm about to cry. No, you can <laughs> cry. This is a good place. This is good because
0: it's so important because it's somebody my listening. On, my mother's on here. Oh, hey, mm. mama. She's on there. <laughs> it's so It's so important because so many people who are listening are in that space right then. They're in the space where I feel like every time I get almost there, I get knocked all oh, the way, way back, back down. down. But you have to understand that God blesses us and he blesses us through people. Yes. People
1: people they are come God along feet He he he
0: he people come and help us. People come and do things for us. People come and you know, they go, Oh, oh Sabrina, I saw you here and I think that you could do this. I was at Fox today and Lee Thomas said to me, He says, Doc, says, I just want to ask you a question. Do you do you travel out of the country? And I says, Yes. And I was looking at him all crazy. He says, I'm scared about why you're looking at me like that. I says, because I'm scared about what you're going to ask right. me about <laughs> me going out to country. And he says, well, I wanted to know when you go out the country, do you go for, for work or for pleasure? And I said, for both. He says, really? He says, I want to do more of that. Mm. And I says, okay. Let's, ch- let's chit-chat. And so from that conversation, we went, I said, because things you do I want to do. Mm. I said, I like Movies. I would love to be a guest and and critique some movies on your on your lead. I would love that because I love movies. Mm. And then he says, "Really?" I said, "Yeah." He says, "We're gonna do something together." I love it. Duh. People, bless you. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we get in the space, especially when we're down or we feel like things aren't working out for us or people aren't calling us anymore. It's not moving like we think it should move. Then we we get down. And yeah. so in those spaces and places is where God will show up and send somebody to pour into your life. Yeah. To say something to you about you that you didn't even think about yourself. Ooh. I, I get that all the time. People will mm-hmm. say stuff like, I-
1: the lady today. Oh, yeah, the lady was getting her makeup. Oh, I so got her makeup done by me and daughter, New Daughter Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We're at the studio. I done got my makeup done, and I'm just sitting there, you know, chilling until it's time for me to go to the studio. And the lady came, and she said, I, you look so familiar to me. And then they were talking, and she realized where she knew me from. And she says, you blessed me so that day. I yes. don't even remember the day. Mm-hmm. I don't, because I speak in so many places. You about self-care. I talked about self-care. <laughs> And she said that she decided that day she was going to yep. do something for herself that day. Well, mm-hmm. that's so good. Mm. We have no idea the impact that we have we on don't. people. We but don't. we're going to take a break cuz we going to learn good. a little we going to learn a little bit about me and we'll come back after the break and learn a whole lot more about the Glam Doctor. Hi everybody. You- are live right here with Dr. Sabrina. Hey, family, it's Dr. Sabrina here, and you are tuned in with me. We are at Fox 2 Live. I'm going to take you on a journey. I'm going to dive a little deeper. I'm going to go places and spaces that we have not necessarily gone. Helping people is really just my gift, and so because I am gifted in that way, I absolutely want to help people alleviate pain. Understand that trauma doesn't have to keep you stuck there. You can forgive what seems like the unforgivable because unforgiveness is a block to your blessings. If you stay in unforgiveness, it's not hurting the other person, it's hurting you. The decision to do anything that had to do with psychology, clinical therapy, all of that, actually started at the age of nine. I saw a movie called Sybil. And in this movie, Sally Fields played a person with multiple personalities. But the thing that grabbed me was the therapist. And I said at nine that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to work with people and transform them to get them to a space of healing. Hey family, it's Dr. Sabrina here, the people expert with your people expert tip of today. Oh, the people expert. I do call myself the people expert because I help people with people, even if that person is themselves, because so often we think it's somebody else with the problem and it's really us standing in the need of some help. Well, the first thing that I say to people, and I say this to any client that comes to me, when you look at your life, do you like it? Nine times out of ten, people will say no. And then my second question, are you willing to do something different to change it? Because what you've been doing up to this point got you to this point and you don't like it. So you have to be open to doing something you've never done or to have something you've never had. All of us need somebody to talk to. No matter what seat you sit in, you need somebody to pour into you. I think my purpose and mission is to use my voice to assist other people walk in their voice. Help them understand that you too can do you, whether that's through counseling, whether that's through speaking, whether that's through the books that I write. All of it is around helping people understand things to unlock in them. And my favorite song that speaks to me is a rap song. It's by DJ Khaled. It simply says, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Every time I step up in the building, everybody's hands go up, mm, mm, and they stay there. We are back. You know, I love my theme We're song. Back, all I do is win, win, win. No matter what, I'm allergic to losing. When it looks like I'm losing, guess what? I'm winning. Because, i tell you, I tell this story all the time. There was a time that, there's been so many times in my life that I thought I was losing. And then God will show me later that I was protecting you. Because I had an opportunity to, I had a, a group of women that came to me and asked me to use my credentials for a grant that they were going to write, a multi-million dollar grant. And, I, and they said if they got it, it was going to be a five-year grant. And if they got it, they would pay me $150,000 a year each year for the five years. So I was like, mm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, we could do that. That works. And so I let them use my credentials. They got the grant and never called me. Never. Wow. And it devastated me. I was crying. I was rolled up in a ball. I was tripping. And then one day, two years later, I'm sitting up watching the news, and every last one of them was going across the screen as being indicted. Because they wow. had did illegal things with government money. You can't do that with government money. And guess who never got a telephone call, even though my name was all through the ground.
1: Wow. Me
0: guess who didn't go to jail me guess who wasn't indicted me you. so while i was crying and upset and feeling looked over mm-hmm. and dissed god was blessing wow that's awesome god was blessing so if the word is very clear he says all things are working all together things. for your good not just the, the good things uh, even the things that challenges us, even though you have to sit down, ma'am, sit it down. <laughs> you got to sit down. And in that time, there's blessings there. You're learning some things about yourself. You're learning some things about the people in your space. You learn things. You do. You just you, do. Yes. So, I okay, so this is good. Because you know a lot of people. Yes. You know a lot of celebrity people. Like, yes. we went, okay, Rashida made me her plus one at the Image Awards, because, you know, she'd get to go to all the award shows and things, you know. And she wasn't working this time. She was just, we was just hanging. And so she, we are so different in a room, because... I was trying to get to my seat and when she got to her seat, she said, oh, I got to go over there. She was gone. She was working the room, working the room. But when I tell you, I love how you just know everybody and everybody. Oh, yeah, I know you. I remember you. I remember you.
1: (laughs) How do you even do that? You know what's so funny? Because Rashida Johnson on here, she loves it about me, too, that I can just talk to people. I think that, again, I think that it comes to me naturally, number one, because of my upbringing. You know, growing up in a neighborhood on the east side where you went to house to house to house. You was at everybody's house, Mm -hmm. eating their food, having friends. My big old family. Like, I my mother is one of eight. Okay. My father was one of five, but my father's father was one of 21. Oh, my God. So, I come from a really large family. And so, always... Talking to people and connecting with people. That's just what I've always done. So I'm a people person. And then I'm being a church baby. You know what I'm saying? Always loving on people, having a loving spirit. So I've always genuinely liked people. So if I like you, and even like me and celebrities, like all the celebrities I meet um, or know, I don't always necessarily necessarily like all of them. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the ones that I connect with, like i mean like when I see Montiel, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to meet so and so because, and they're just how I thought they would be. So just doing that, but I'm really good at keeping relationships. Um, genuinely and authentically meaning that i check on people hey how you doing i send a text you know how you doing i just kind of look out for people last night I, just instance like i'm cool with Taj from um swv that's my girl so she was on live talking about the show last night and i was went on there so i hit the thing to go on to say just to congratulate she brought me on we were talking and so like how do you know so-, so i'm like we connected when she came in for vagina monologues and i met her at the western hotel the night before the vagina model loss, and we happened to get on the elevator together at the same time. It was so pure coincidence. Mm-hmm. We connected. Then the next day, we went to the Mary Mary concert at Second Ebenezer. Okay. Um, that next day, um, it was like two days before I'm the same but We just genuinely connected. It wasn't, it wasn't forced. forced. It wasn't like I'm trying to be in their space. I just that's just who I am, and it's a definitely a gift from God. And Marcus Home, so I to sing with. He had, he brought me in the group to be the booking manager. And he did that when I was 18 years old. And he told me, well, you got to connect. And I didn't want to network. I didn't know how to network like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was already doing it. Mm-hmm. And so he would make me go into rooms and pass out all these cards before we could go eat. I would be so angry. Why are you making me do it? Other people can do it. He said, because you're a leader. And God called you to be a leader. And you got to walk 10 steps above the people and not with the people. I didn't understand it at 18, 19 years old. Like real talk, I didn't even like it. I didn't like him for a lot of months, but now <laughs> but listen, but now it's one of my greatest strengths because he saw it inside of me. And so it just was the development thing. I just, I love everybody. I really just love people
0: that yeah. big hurt. Yeah.
1: I love people
0: too, but I be wanting to sit down.
1: Yeah, and, I, and then just want to connect with people, I just go say, hey, you know I don't know about a it, it's just something I mean, I do happens.
0: I do, but not like you. <laughs> And that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I, don't, I ain't trying to be Rashida. I got to be Sabrina. So that is so cool, knowing all the people that you know. And so I know that one of the things that you have in, in your future is the school.
1: Yes. And
0: what is the school going to consist of?
1: So the school consists of um, aesthetics, aesthetics, the business of makeup okay, and aesthetics. OK. And then the actual doing actual makeup. OK. And then like having a space where you can actually get well, the glam doctor will be housed. So OK. These, so these these ladies, will, ladies and gentlemen will learn, you know, the aesthetics piece of it, but also learn how to do makeup, but all facets of it. OK. And then they'll learn, you know, again, the business side of it. Because the business side is what will sustain you. I think... Uh, th-
0: th- this is just a question about makeup and not mm-hmm. just makeup, glam makeup, but mm-hmm. makeup like when you in movie sets mm-hmm. and they want to do makeup to show a scar or things of that nature. Are you going to include that type yes, of... Yes, it'll have
1: special effects. It'll okay, have special it'll effects. It'll have okay. theater makeup. It'll theater. have you know different different levels of makeup that will, be, that will be taught. Because the thing is, I don't know everything. Right. Not trying to know everything. And I actually don't intend to teach at the school to, at myself at all. I kind of be a special guest for certain things, but I want to empower my friends. Like, all of my friends are getting their licenses now. I've taught them already. I'm going to hire y'all for the school and pay y'all real good. That's my goal. I want to pay my people real good because I feel like some of the schools, I see what they pay the people. I'm like, y'all ain't getting paid enough money. So I want to be able to come in and pay my people real good, who I know are really invested in helping the people. So, like, people on my team already got the instructor's license. We, we about to make this happen, Captain. I love it. It. And I'm about to bring people all over. Come and teach. Do I have a whole vision for it that I want because I want to have what I needed and sought after in 2001. I couldn't find a place to get taught at because you could only go to L.A. or New York. And it right. was so expensive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can't afford, like, at the time it was only like two grand. But that was a lot back in 2001 for some reason to me. Yeah. You know, and I'm um, trying to figure my this life where, out. This where you were. And I couldn't. And then here in Detroit, unfortunately— um, there were a lot of people, some people who did make up who did not want to help and teach other people. Yep. I want you to look at my face. Ooh. And what I don't understand about that is that you can know something and you can you can know something, and just because you show somebody something doesn't mean they're going to be you. They can't take away anything from you. There are only so many faces that I can and will do in a day. It used to be like 10 when I first started out. Now I'm at about four or five faces a day. So where the other millions of people are going to go. You know what I'm saying? So I think that sometimes we have a selfish, we, we're selfish in that we keep things to ourself. And so those are kind of things God can't bless you like that. So I've always had an issue with people that won't teach. Why you won't teach and help people? Like that's insane to me. And, to, and this is my to, thing. To not mentor and help other people. You
0: have to help other people because that's how people, that's how, we, that's how this, this world goes around. But I always say this, I'm never threatened by someone who speaks. Because at the end of the day, if I'm speaking someplace, do you know how many other places on the planet need a speaker? Oh, yes, exactly. I can't speak everywhere.
1: Can I speak when everywhere. When I was in
0: Atlanta, do you know how many other people needed a speaker?
1: Wow. I can't. I, yeah. I'm only one person only one person even
0: if I have a team we only one team do you know once? how yes. many people on the planet need a speaker yes,
1: yes that's absolutely Think about correct like
0: the day that is um in the Detroit public schools and Julie is all schools but they have a professional development day mm. you know how many schools it is in the district right and all of them need professional development training yes. on the same day during the same hours so, you so can't many people do, can do yeah can't do it all you can't do but one right if it's a day and they book me for the day, I'm booked for the day. Yeah. There's all it's hundreds of other places in that same time frame in this same city that need a speaker.
1: You know, and some of my auntie just said on here. She said we don't have the IHV eat eat mentality, and so that's something that I adopt in my in my business. So y'all know I have a team, right? Mm-hmm. And so most times when we when we do jobs, especially bigger jobs, I will hire my team. Plus, I'll hire outside of my team guest artists, and I won't touch a face. Let me tell you my my logic behind it. I'm charging enough money to where I can pay my team nicely, to where I get my money off of it, and I can hire other people. Everybody wins. But at the end of the day, let me say
0: what, what that is. Let me tell you what that is. What is it? Business. Bingo. That's business. Yes. You're a business owner. Yeah, I don't want to work all the time like yeah. that. Yeah, business owners don't <laughs> work all the time in the business. Like, you don't see uh, Dan Gilbert at the office. No. you don't he, see Dan. He's out creating other business. He's out creating something else. He, yes. Or he chilling. Or chilling. Like, right now, and this is sad to say, but right now, uh, Jeffrey Figer had a stroke. Oh, my. Yep, he had a stroke, and he's in the rehab. He's got to learn how to walk again, how to talk. He, he had a, a massive stroke. Jeez. But business yeah. at, at FIGA law office is still going on. They still making money. They still getting clients. And it's his name. Yes. So that's what business is. And I think that sometimes we think that business has to be all me. No. No. I can't do everything. Cannot do. It. I'm not I'm only one person. I was look I was listening to an interview with uh T D Jakes about on um, what he's doing in an entertainment space now. Mm-hmm. And someone says, "Well, wow, how do you how do you do everything?" He says, "You see me, but we employ 350 people." Mm-hmm. It takes 350 people wow. in this to make this work. Wow. I love that. Yes. I was like, "Oh, I want to employ. Do, do I really though? I don't know if I really want to employ mm. that many people." Wow. So you're rebranding. You are working on getting your school done. You're working on um, getting new coaching opportunities for yourself. What are you doing in your personal life, ma'am?
1: In my personal life? In your personal life. Mm -hmm. We talk all things life here. Yes, we are talking all things life. In my personal life, I want to be remarried. Okay. That's what I want to do. I want to start dating dating? Yes. And what does dating look like for you? What would be a perfect date? A perfect date? A perfect date. Oh my god. A perfect date would be um, planning everything, making a nice reservation somewhere, or going by the water or a picnic. I'm not really I'm, I'm kind of, you know, simple. But I like Thoughtful things. Right. So I want it. him to have done. I want the him planning. to plan. I want him to plan it.
0: That is so, because a lot of men don't do a lot of planning. They just they, don't. they say,
1: Well, I wanna you wanna go out? They do not. What you wanna do? What you wanna do? Where you wanna go? Where you wanna go? Okay. I want somebody I want somebody that sees me. Okay. You know, like I'm gonna see them. Okay. I want somebody to be thoughtful and think, you know what I'm saying, and anticipate be able to anticipate some of my needs like I'll anticipate theirs.
0: I love that. I love that. So you heard it right here, folks. The Glam Doctor is single and ready to mingle. (laughs) Yes, she is. (laughs) And so how do people find you if they want to... uh, get some information from you if they want to get makeup done by you how do people find you
1: so you can go to rashida at the glam doctor that's our email rashida r-a-s-h-i-d-a at the glam doctor which is spelled all the way out or theglamdoctor.com is my website the phone number is 888-345-4227 and then you can find us on Instagram um, at The Glam Doctor as well.
0: Wow. This has been so good. And the time is gone. Can you believe it? God, uh, can we do this again? Absolutely. <laughs> that
1: absolutely.
0: <was> absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely appreciate all of you for listening today. Of course, we've talked about some things that hopefully you can grab a hold of when you look at your life and you look at the things that you want to do. And one of the things that Rashida said that I love, she says, when I started, I didn't know what I was doing, but I did it anyway. Did it in And it. she trusted her gut. The gut really is the, where the, it's the seat of the soul. That's where the Holy spirit lies. And so the Holy spirit is the greatest teacher, mm. the greatest director, the greatest protector. So tap into your knower. tap into that thing inside of you. That says, go ahead and go girl. Go, on. Yes. Go, on, go, go, go do it. Go on, do it. And watch the Holy spirit blow his super, On your natural. I love when you say that. That's the only (laughs) thing that makes supernatural. And then you can have supernatural experiences, supernatural expectations, supernatural blessings. So as we close the show, as we do every week, I want you to speak life over your life today. Say something positive to yourself about yourself. See you next week. (laughs)